Today on Melanated Conversations, we are coming to you on a very special Sunday as we are celebrating International Women's Day. The theme this year is Each for Equal, and I encourage you to visit internationalwomensday.com to learn more about this year's theme and how you can strive for equal. But on this episode of Melanated Conversations, Tarian and I highlight and celebrate the achievements from the past, present, and near future. So come on and join us in celebrating the achievements of us all. And as we commemorate this day together, we hope you enjoy. And again, happy International Women's Day to each and every one of you. Welcome to Melanated Conversations. Our narrative and our perspective. Here on the podcast, we are amplifying the voices of Black women and sharing their powerful stories of transformation. I'm Tyrion. And I'm Yana. Let's start the show. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Melanated Conversations. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I am your host, Yana. And I'm your co-host, Tyrion. And welcome back to the show, you guys. So yes. today we are giving you guys a special solo episode mm-hmm. as we commemorate. What month are we in? We're in the month of March, which is Women's History Month. Women's, 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 women's. <laughs> so, you guys, um, we're actually dropping this episode um, a little early for you because Women's yeah. History Month is on a Sunday this year. Um, it's the eighth. And yeah, so we typically drop our episodes on Monday, but this is right. actually, uh, a, a, this is a good way to drop an episode a little early. I think so. Ladies first. Ladies first. <laughs> so again, for those who are new to the game, hopefully you're not, but you know, we celebrate women's history. A month in the month of March, so all of the month of March, so March 1st oh. through March 31st. But we are not just held to just the month of March. We celebrate right. women all year long. But typically through the month of March is an annual declared month that highlights the contributions of women to events in history and contemporary society. So today on the show, Terry and I wanted to, you know, we don't have, I wish we could just like, talk to you guys all day and just talk about women that are doing some magnificent things in society, yeah. so past, many. present, and future. That's yes, a bad problem to have, though. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Who run the world? Right. Girls. Oh, I was going to say, you didn't finish the sentence. <laughs> Who run the world? Who run the world? <laughs> Girls. <laughs> I'm sorry. But hold on. Can I just say, uh, if, 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 if things sound a little off, uh, in this episode, it's because Yana and I are actually not in the same room per usual like you normally are. Uh, the energy is still the same. It just may sound a little bit different. So if my responses are a little delayed, my apologies. <laughs> um, 
technology. No, I didn't even right. think about that. Yeah, you guys, this is our first time recording remotely from each other. We yeah. record remotely all the time with our guests, but it's definitely a different um, recording with each other um, yeah. remotely. But, you know, we still catch the vibe. Oh, always. All day, day. So again, as I was saying, um, in this episode, we are actually going to um, chat it up with you guys um, and share some women that are in little women that are doing some magnificent things or have contributed some magnificent things to society. So we will chat up from the past, present, future and, you know, share it all around. So, uh, Terry, you want to kickstart? You have our past. Yeah, right? yeah. We'll kick it back a little bit. You know what I'm saying? To the 1960s. We're going to work our way up. So, I'm going to start off with the past. So, the lady that, or not lady, the woman that I want to highlight is Grace Dell Nichols, who is better known as Michelle Nichols. Now, I'm pretty sure many of you may not even know who she is or may have never heard of her, uh, as like myself, I most recently ran across her story and I was like, yo, this is kind of dope. Now, for those of you who have been listening for a while and rocking with us for a while, you may or may not know that I love TV, film, movies, all that stuff. Um, Obviously not knows that. So, you know, this is my whole genre type of thing. This is, I love this type of stuff. So anyway, I was like, man, I would love to share her story with our listeners. Michelle, like I said, um, was a, or is, because she's actually still alive. She is an American actress, singer, and voice artist. She is best known for her role as Nyota Uhura in the Star Trek television series, uh, which started in 1967. She She also worked to recruit diverse astronauts to NASA including women and ethnic minorities. Now, in her role on Star Trek, Nichols was one of the first Black women featured in a major television series. During her... Yes. Yeah. So, during the first year of the series, Nichols was tempted to leave the series um, because she wanted to go on and pursue Broadway and do some other things. However, she actually had a conversation with the one and only Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who changed her mind. Uh, she said that King personally encouraged her to stay on the series, telling her that he was a big fan of Star Trek and that he uh, and that she could not give up because she was playing a vital role model for black children and young women across the country, as well as other children who would see blacks appearing as equals. She actually did an interview one day mentioning that she wanted to leave the show. It was actually at a NAACP fundraiser and someone told her, hey, there's a big fan that wanted to meet her. And so she's thinking, oh, OK, somebody that's just a fan of the show. And so she's like, OK, sure, I'll, I'll go talk to him. And so she enters the room and she looks across the room and there's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Wow. Um, yeah. Is that not crazy? That's the craziest thing ever. I mean, I'm pretty um, sure in her mind when you, when you say I'm a big fan, she's probably thinking, just somebody down the street is like, yeah, right. I just want to look tricky. Nobody, not, nothing too. Can you imagine though? You know, you Dr. King walking in. No, 
that would I feel like that would be like the last person that I expected to see. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, y'all couldn't tell oh. me nothing. I'm gonna brush the edge or something. <laughs> Gotta be ready for Dr. King. Nobody told me nothing. <laughs> I hope they gave her a little answer, but but no, because according to your story, she didn't know who was about to enter the door. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Give me a heads up. <laughs> of course she walks in the room she sees them and she said he's got the biggest grin on his face and he, he reaches out to her and says uh yes miss nichols i am your greatest fan and he goes on to share that he's a fan of star trek and all his wife is also a fan of star trek and how him and his kids stay up to watch watch the show and that's really the only show that he would allow his kids to stay up and watch. So in that conversation, she told Dr. King she had plans of leaving and she never got to tell him why, but he told her, you can't, you're a part of history. And so long story short, she goes on, she stays on the show for a while, but in the process, I think throughout the 80s, she partners with NASA to help recruit astronauts and specifically women and minorities. And I don't know if you've heard this name before, but Dr. Mae Jemison, uh, Yana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know who Dr. Mae Jemison is, was one of the, the first African-American female to enter space. But she credits Nicole Nichols for inspiring her to enter into space exploration. And there's countless other names of people that the, the first African-American astronaut who was male, uh, he he was recruited by Nichols. I think one of a, a former uh, NASA director was recruited by Nichols. Tons and tons of people and, and a lot of women were recruited by Nichols. Even some people who were on the, oh goodness, the, the name is passing me right now. But the uh, Challenger, who are on the Challenger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of those astronauts um, were recruited by, doc, not Dr. Nichols, but by, by Nicole. And so I I was just thinking through this whole story. And, I, you know, it made me think about how sometimes we as women, a lot of times, try to downplay our roles in life, no matter what we're doing, whether it's being a mom or a wife or entrepreneur or, you know, working in corporate America or education or whatever role that we play in life. Sometimes, you know, we can kind of get, get discouraged or try to downplay it and be like, hey, you know, I don't really know if what I'm doing is the right thing or I think I might want to go do something else. And and to and a step away from something that you love or that you're doing right. to pursue something else is not a bad thing. But sometimes, you know, it may take someone else to be like, hey, no, to hold the mirror up to your face and remind you that what you're doing is important and not to give up because other people are watching you, especially young children are watching you and are being influenced by mm-hmm. by what you're doing. And so her small role on television, which is not a small feet but in comparison when you're talking to like a dr martin luther king you know what i mean or even the people that she inspired i was gonna say she transcended a whole industry exactly exactly just as her role in a a fictional character right it's wild it's wild and so i was like man that is like the coolest thing ever and so i just want to encourage women that are listening and even our men a few good men who tune in you know what i'm saying like don't downplay a role but specifically women because this is 
Women's History Month. Um, don't downplay your role in society. You are inspiration to someone else. You're an inspiration to the next astronaut, the next president, the next doctor, lawyer, judge, whoever. You're, you're an inspiration to the next generation and to keep it up, keep up the good work. And I just want to salute Grace Dell Nichols, better known as Michelle Nichols. So, yeah, that's my past. Thanks, um, Grace. Woman. Yes, Grace. Amazing. Grace, Grace, Grace. I tried to put a pull in here, but. <laughs> what you do? You did what? I said amazing. Amazing, Grace. I'm Steve. You see what I'm saying? It's the. It's... <laughs> I think it's because I can't hear you right in my ear, and I'm a little deaf because I play. Oh, now. can you hear me now? Can, can you hear, hear you? me now? It's, I can hear you clear. It's just that because you're not right in my ear, and I play my music too loud, oh. yeah, especially in my ear. Yeah, I'm gonna have to stop it. So I feel like <laughs> if I can, it's too much. It's too much space between the computer and my ear right now. <laughs> pray for me, y'all. Pray for me. All right, Yana. Yes. So you okay. have our melanated. Are we going present? Present. Yes. Yeah. So who you got? Who, who, who are we highlighting today? So before I get into what I'm highlighting, I want to pose a question. Sure. And I'm sure you know the answer to it, but I'm going to okay. throw it out there to you. All right. Did you know that women of color CEOs get less than 1% of all venture capitalist funding per year. Well, I must say that I was just recently, uh, that was brought to my attention recently. However, our listeners may not know that. And 1%, you said? And that may be stretching it, you know, because you it's easier to say 1% than like zero, zero, zero point something. Um, yeah. But yeah. One percent. Well, that is just. And the crazy thing about it is that, you know, you think about, you know, women of color entrepreneurs make a pretty wide margin when it comes to new business startups. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're one of the top up there at the top with being business, having business startups. Right. So. That brings me to who I'm highlighting for um, our present segment as it relates to women's history and our movers and shakers. So I want to clap it up for Miss Keisha Knight Pulliam. Yeah, yeah, Rudy. I know Lil Rudy, Lil Rudy, Rudy, yes, Rudy, and her partner Arian Simone. Which okay, that's my daughter's name. So that is your daughter's name. That was meant for me to talk about this, but hey, um, <laughs> they both collaborated and have created the Fearless Fund, which is a venture capitalist fund that focuses on, you know, women of color, minority owned women businesses. So, when, so the Fearless Fund invests in women of color led businesses seeking pre-seed seed level or series A financing. And their mission is to bridge the gap in venture capital funding for women of color founders to build scalable, growth-obsessed, aggressive 
growth aggressive companies. And of course, the fabulous thing about it is this is a fund that is built by women of color for women of color. So they understand and recognize exactly that there are, you know, limited funds out there for us. And they know sometimes the hoops that we as women, particularly women of color, uh, entrepreneurs have to go through to obtain funding to kickstart our businesses. So I think their initial piece, they they invested um, over $5 million to key startups. They pulled their own resources resources and networks together between the two yeah. of them. And like I said, they exclusively invest in women of color in their early stage of the business. I mean, they've been featured in... They've held like pitch competitions at Facebook headquarters, Spanx headquarters, Coca-Cola. Nayla Ellis Brown, she was the first African-American female to ever own a beverage production company. And I believe she was one that obtained funding through their program. They've had other people to like invest. So when, um, when they were kind of interviewed regarding, you know, the startup of the fund and kind of what encouraged them and things of that nature. Keisha mentioned, she was like, you don't have to look back far. For example, it's like women have been, black women have been doing this thing since as far as we can remember. She said, like, you can take it all the way back to Madam CJ Walker or the women in the household who have been creating and solving problems. She was like, this is naturally what we do. And she was like, but is now time to make this an avenue to where we provide support and give visibility back to Black women in order to gain that market share in this arena. And so leveraging, you know, like I said, their expansive network, the fund, the Fearless Fund, they received an abundance of support from advisors who understand the value and strong returns for investing in Black women-owned businesses. Some of their advisors are the Opportunity Hub CEO, Rodney Sampson, the 22 Fund Managing Partner, Tracy Gray. And then okay. they even had early investors in the fund, including actress and producer Marseille Martin, the Blackish. <laughs> Y'all know little Marseille? Marseille. Atlanta OBGYN, Dr. Jackie, Dr. Jackie Waters. Okay, Dr. Jackie. Marriage Medicine. No Jack, Dr. Yeah. Jackie. The Chattanooga Venture Capitalist Fund, the Jump Fund, and some other notable individual and institutional event investors. So I think it's great that they recognize that, hey, you know, sometimes I always go back to the quote. I stopped looking for the light and started to become it instead. It was one of those things. It was like, you know, we're over here stretching our arms out, saying that we're ready. We have something. Just need yep. a little, just need a little lift. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And I, I love the fact that it is black women helping black women. Mm-hmm. Period. These women saying, like, no, we don't call the shots. We don't, we're gonna support women, business uh business owners entrepreneurs um and they can come to us yes and i love that yes it man yes and a side note side note I, I, sorry shout out to um beatrice or beatrice, uh, I think beatrice oh the, the, the founder of honey pot yes yeah just shout out to her because yes. she's been catching him today or this week i gonna say she's been catching him so y'all stop hating on the sister because she out here doing the dang thing that's all I'm getting off my soapbox we're staying behind you B yes 
So we have a little mix of Black history and women history wrapped up in one. Yeah. But yes, thank you, Keisha and Arian and all the great people behind the work that's doing the thing to make this possible with the Fearless Fund. We see you, we recognize you, and we thank you for recognizing us. And we salute you. Salute. Salute. So I pass the past, the future. The future. future now. The future. Now, you mentioned actually when we were just talking about the Fearless Fund, when you were just talking about the Fearless Fund, you mentioned Marcy Martin. And I, I, the person I'm going to highlight or the young woman that I'm going to highlight runs in the same circle as Marcy. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So her name is Storm Reed. Now, um, new up and coming actress once again, because I love me some movies, okay? But young and upcoming actress um, making her way, 16 years old, um, and she's got a, you know, a pretty good catalog. It's not super long, but it's pretty hefty, if you know what I mean, considering she hasn't been doing this for a very long time. Uh, but her her catalog consists of a couple of movies called, uh, I don't know if you've heard of, 12 Years a Slave, Trigger Warning, 12 Years, 12, 12 Years a Slave. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, she was in this little movie with uh, Ava, that was directed by Ava DuVernay and uh, with Oprah Winfrey, uh, Mindy Kaling, Kaling, uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Uh, I think that was like a breakout role for, for her. She was also in the Netflix film When They See Us, which was also directed by Ava DuVernay. Um, she co-starred uh, in the summer breakout hit on HBO Euphoria alongside Zendaya, another little melanated queen. Um, and then just this past week she would, she star or not stars, but um, has a role in the movie, The Invisible Man with, uh, I think it's Emily Moss. I think that's her name. Um, so yeah, um, I follow, I've been following Storm Reed for a minute and she is out here doing the, doing the dang thing. She's inspiring people beyond acting and she actually just recently announced she founded a production company with her mom and has uh dreams of producing and directing very soon and i definitely see that in the works for her she always says she's she stated that she's an observer and so she just kind of watches even when she's on set how you know production is done Mm -hmm. and even other actors and actresses and she just kind of watches and observes and soaks all that information in but she's also very outspoken on social issues many people refer to her as a a social activist but she actually says that she likes calling herself an active learner an active thinker and an active listener she says she tries to use her platform to lift people up and she says, I don't think we all necessarily have to have the same opinion, but I don't want to waste the opportunity to share mine. And I love that. Yes. At 16, I, I, I definitely would not have had such eloquent words. That's what I was going to say. This, this new I'm not going to, we're millennials. No, yeah. We represent the, the million. Million. <laughs> trying to give us a little cool Right, name. make it cool sound. <laughs> But these these have to come and rise. They 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 moving some things. They moving some they, furniture. They really are. They they I think they doing a more than, <laughs> than moving furniture. They they tearing down houses and building new ones. They really are. And I and I love 
watching young black women stand in their truth. And another thing that she said too, in regards to like different projects that she's a part of, she always she always said that she she only wants to be a part of projects that are meaningful, that have a meaning behind it. So mm. even with the Invisible Man movie, which is like a re- remake right. of an yeah. old te- television show and an old film. But I think the new span on the movie had had underlying themes of like um, women empowerment and domestic abuse. And so she says everything that she's put her hands on or been a part of, she wants to, it to have a meaningful message uh, with it, uh, associated with it. And so she's not just going to do anything. And I love that. And so shouts out to you, Storm Reed. We see you behind the camera and in front of, in front of the camera and using your voice and your platform to uh, empower women, to empower black people, to to inspire the masses. Um, you are only 16 years old, young lady, but you, you That's are it? 16. I know, I know, 16, sweet 16. I think she just turned 16 too. Um, but yeah, you're out there making strides and busting down walls and breaking ceilings. And that little class that she's in with like Marseille and Yara, I know Yara's a little bit older, um, but Yara and uh, Chloe yeah. and Hallie and even the Zendaya, Zendaya's on the older end of that, that spectrum. But man, all those these girls that are coming out and woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. So that's my future. That's our. That's our future. I look up to them. I definitely look up to them. Definitely. Okay. So yeah. Um. So you have a little mini. mini is that right? Mini. Yeah. So not quite future, although she's future. But you know. She's yeah. A little bit younger. So I want to introduce you guys. If you haven't already caught her amazingness. Which she actually go her platform is actually Sasha So Amazing, which so is S E W, and I'll tell you why. So, who I'm highlighting for our melanated mini is Miss Navea Woods, and for you guys don't know, Navea is actually heaven backwards, spelled backwards. So that already gives you a little glimpse of what you know what she's serving. So no, Navea, she is nine years old. Nine? Yes, nine. I've got a nine-year-old. Girl, we start getting her some sewing machines. Because Miss Navea, she actually started out designing her own little clothes for dolls. And she posted pictures of her clothes online. And you guys, they caught the attention of Barbie, Mattel. Barbie. What? E-Barbie? Mattel? E-Barbie Mattel. Their team peeped out her pictures and were so impressed that they, you know, reached out. It was actually her mother that posted them because, you know, she she is nine years old. Right, right. But they were very impressed by, you know, the work that she did. And guys, so it doesn't take much to, you know, when you have the gift. Your your gift will make everything for you. Yeah, yeah. It'll make a way. It'll make room. Yes, yes. Yeah. So she was she was designing things just out of regular household items like sock, old socks, ribbons. You know, she was doing her, she had them gifted hands. Her designs were noticed and the team at Mattel ended up sending her a box filled with Barbie dolls that the younger designer could make clothes for. 
I mean, and they actually in the box, they sent in, they sent in the contents of the box and note that it said, that read, Nevaeh, we heard you love designing clothes. Here's a couple new additions to add to your collection. Always remember you can be anything. Yes, so, queen. Yes. So Nevaeh has been interested in Barbie dolls and fashion design since the tender age of five. And she's just very creative. She loved to dress up and change her Barbie dolls, try on and match their outfits to to the one that she would be wearing for I mean, to, to the one she would be wearing for the day. And yeah, and she wants to her desire is, of course, to design her own clothes. And yes. she is going to do that. Yes, um, she is. You're going to see her in like Passion Paris, pa- Passion Lord, Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week. All of them. Come on. All of it. I see it, Nevaeh. Come on, girl. I love it. I want to say that um, the art of sewing, because that's not for everybody, Mm -mm. first of all. And you really don't hear a lot about people sewing now. I mean, you know, you go to seamstress or, you know, tailor or whatever. But those, you really just don't hear about them. People, you don't hear people talking about them very much. I mean, we know that, like, you know, home ec, that mm-hmm. course really isn't even taught anymore, or life skills or whatever isn't really taught in schools anymore. So the fact that this young girl was drawn, number one, to, you know, fashion and clothes and changing things up, and then, what, in four years, learning how to sew so, and create? I mean, um, even just from simple things, she was like, okay, I got some socks, I have some ribbon. Yeah. I have a few of these gemstones, some scissors. That's just creativity. And she created, like, the outfits of the day matched whatever outfit she was wearing that day. Oh. Yeah. I love so, that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> so, yes, you guys, check out um, little Miss Nevaeh Woods. Um, again what's her company called Sasha S-A-S-H-A so S-E-W amazing Sasha's so amazing I think she is actually on YouTube too I think she has a couple a few videos on there regarding her some of her work and things but she's on Instagram so you can definitely check out all of her designs and yeah and keeping keep keep her uplifted and encouraged because she yes we might be rocking the next Ann Woods collection. Yeah, you know, it's fancy when you got to put your name on there. You start abbreviating or just Nevaeh. Just exactly. Nevaeh. Nevaeh. Ann Woods. Just Nevaeh. Girl. I love it. So wow. thank you, Miss Nevaeh. Girl, you keep designing keep and keep designing. shining. Keep, hey, keep designing and shining. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, shout out and salute to you, Nevaeh Woods. Yes, that was All fun. Right. I wish we could highlight more. I, I know we don't have time to, you know, there, there are so many women. So many. So, so many. We, I mean, y'all know, keep listening. Keep <laughs> listening to us to keep tuning in every week. Yeah. And, uh, we got you know, about, what, 30, 30 whole episodes for you to review. Check out all those women. They are future, present. Exactly. Present All the future. Them. All of them. <laughs> repping. repping for the women. Yes. Repping for the women. 
Thank All you. All right. Also. Well, are there any closing words you wanted to say on, you know, the women's history piece before we, you know, end with our final segment of the day? Yeah, um, not really. But what I will say, you know, you'd be like, you got anything else to say? No, but what I will say, <laughs> um, I just want to say that um, it's, I think for me in particular, and I don't know if this was speak to you as well, but I think being Black and being a Black woman and the fact that we have Black History Month and then we roll right into Women's History Month, um, it's just like a double dose because, you know, they shortchange us in February. But to just kind of keep the ball rolling, I appreciate the acknowledgement of, of, of women. And in particular, because our platform highlights Black women, melanated queens, to showcase our talents and our and our our gifts our gifts yeah oh, our gifts yeah. and our tenacity yes and our and our fervor and you know our unwillingness to give up and the just all of that i i love that no, that we're able to highlight that but i'm even i'm grateful to that we get to just have a, an extension and not and for us it, it's not just this month that we highlight women we highlight women every single day every month yes but you know that the world can sit and acknowledge the great things that we're we're doing is is always a nice a nice touch and you know even just discovering like you know what i mean Uh, me running across um grace's story and not even knowing like the fullness of that like that was cool like it's the little Mm -hmm. things sometimes you know what i mean that are like mind blowing and kind of like, dang, I didn't know that. That is so cool. I wish more people knew about. Yes. That and that's what we need person. more is to make these stories continuously flow because let's be real. A lot of this we don't learn in school. A lot of this you don't yeah. hear. And if you do, it's the same kind of stories over and over. Not saying that those stories don't matter because they definitely right. do. But there's there's always new history being made every day. So those yes. are not going to be in the books, but there is there is so much that can be filled in just learning about all the movers and shakers and the women that, you know, give themselves fully through their work, through their missions, through their platforms, through just everything. Just And just kind of like just keep continually to, you know. Even if we're just little, little current, little white, what was it? The current, the current can can make a big wave, a big splash. I don't yeah. know the quote. Yeah, I but y'all what hear saying. what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I, I know exactly, exactly what you're saying. I, yeah. I agree. So and, and not only that, what were you saying? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, and not only that, but just showing too that, you know, because we talk about women's history, right? It's usually. A, a reference to something that's happened in the past that happened before. Right. And like where, where women are making history right now, we're making strides. Just a minute ago, I made history. Huh? I said, just a minute ago, I made history. Boom. There you go. <laughs> so, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, not just to sum up women's history in the things that, happened in the past but things that are happening right now and getting a peek into what's to come and it's so beautiful and it's super cool and i'm and i'm proud to be a woman yes that's all yes <laughs> amen that is all amen all right. you got anything else no i think you summed it up perfectly 
Well, uh, I think before we get out of here, we actually did this episode a little differently. Normally, we start off every episode with um, our rapid fire, especially when we're interviewing someone. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Um, but, you know, we decided to, to save that portion for the end. Hopefully you stick around. Uh, Yanni, you want to start, kick off the first question? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I can ask it. Yeah, I didn't know yeah, you yeah. You want me to ask it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So since we're talking about history and women's history, my first question for you is, would you rather create history or delete it? Hmm. Inquiring minds want to know. I'm going to go with what the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Please be honest. Yes. We want to know what you going to do. My answer may change later, but as of the first thing, you know, they ever say, go with your first thought. So yeah. my first thought was delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Control or delete. Control or delete. In one particular thing, y'all know which history I'm referring to. Delete it. Control or delete. Period. Backspace, backspace, backspace. Backspace. Like a mug. You know what? And I know what particular part you're talking about. Uh, the slaveries. <laughs> and my to go ahead and just piggyback off of what, what you what you're saying. Uh, I agree 100. Um, percent You know, creating history is great, uh, but there are definitely a lot of things we need to throw away. Right, and I know that we created some magnificent things through the struggle. But yeah. what if we didn't have even have to worry about the struggle? Right, right, right. Um, yeah. And this history keeps sometimes repeating itself. So I just want to just wipe it away. Let us all start on a clean slate. Can we just let it go? I'm sorry. You can go ahead and finish your question. Your no, answer. no. I was going to say slavery, <laughs> reconstruction. Well, not reconstruction so much. But it's like we wouldn't need reconstruction if we didn't have slavery. Mm. So just slavery. Because I was going to go down the road of like Jim Crow. Civil rights movement, like they we can even go all the way back to if we want to get biblical with it, we can go all the way back to them biting that apple. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never lied. You have never lied. <laughs> that is the truth. If uh, they had been nibbling and dabbling with that old snake, snake. serpent, uh, we wouldn't have this issue right now. Period. I'm agreeing. We don't delete <laughs> a lot of stuff and start over. Delete it, yeah. <laughs> All right. You got the next question. Oh, okay. So um <laughs> I'm, I'm not used to doing these at the end of the day. I mean at the end of the show. So I'm a little caught off guard. Um, the question I had, you know, we, we talked a little bit about, you know, films and things. Yeah. And I know that's something that I always is, in, is this deep in your heart. It is in my heart. <laughs> so would you rather not ever have music or not ever have films? Ah, my goodness. One can't exist. One cannot exist. Mm -mm. So let me just talk this out for a minute because I feel like music and film are synonymous. I am with you. 
I, I mean, really. E- okay, even... <clears throat> so I feel man good without a good soundtrack. I'm going to let exactly, you know. Exactly, exactly. But then you think about music, and especially that era of, like, the music videos, where, you know what I mean? Like, the music helped to interpret some of these pieces that mm-hmm. we see, some of these great videos that we... Even the little about. sounds like... I mean, I don't know if that's the right noise, but you know when it's like a scary scene yeah. about to happen, you know something about the, you know, Freddy is around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> it, it draws in the suspense. It helps to build suspense with the music. Yeah, unless you're Jordan Peele and he want to turn classics into <laughs> to, sca- to horror movies. I'm sorry. Come <laughs> Um, Gosh. Um. So, yeah, I, I feel like they're so intertwined with one another that this is a really, really hard question. And I love film. But I'm going to say music existed before film did. Mm-hmm. And I there may be a reason for that. Um, and so I think music allows us to express ourselves vocally um, with our bodies. Mm-hmm. And so, and yes, you actually do the same thing through film, you can express yourself via your body with your voice and in all those things. But I think in this case, music came before film. And I think music helps to inspire film sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it helps to make films better. Gosh, I love movies though. Oh, Jesus. Mm. But I'm going to, I'm going to say no film. Right. Well, this actually wasn't hard for me. It was okay. I'm keeping my music. I, <laughs> music is my creative outlet. It, you know, outside of it, it, I have to turn on like my music when I write. It is. Yeah. It's it's just all around for me. Like if it's just me, I don't need a TV. I just yeah. need my music. I'm with you on that. Music make you it. lose control. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's real. I even think about like when I'm in the car and I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I better not be watching any kind of film while I'm driving. But it's something about me feeling the feeling the bass. You know, I, I'm I'm a dancer by nature. Mm-hmm. God gave me that that kind of natural ability. And so being able to feel the music, I love it. Um, you can still tell a story via music. Right. And like you said, milling, milling, music invokes emotion and it helps you channel some emotions. Because I'm going to be honest. Y'all can thank y'all can thank my good old playlist, um, some of my old co-workers, because um, there one day I wasn't feeling it or I wasn't feeling you in the <laughs> office. I turn on, I put in my headphones and I was good. Right. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> So we're we are definitely in a group. Go from and, 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 Bob to Tupac. And here's the other thing uh, before we go. Listen, if we can delete history, we can also create some stuff too. So who's to say that yes, in, in this scenario, music, I mean, film does not exist, but somebody in the future might create it. So there there's always yeah and you know when i was thinking about that question so when we said delete history that mean everything when we get the jews (laughs) oh you know what we didn't really think that through because we did say delete but okay honestly if you you delete all the history before us then we wouldn't exist or would we would we (laughs) oh 
I mean to go that deep with you, but you know, I'm just saying it, you know. Okay, then it should have been create or delete. Can we can we recreate some? You asked the question. You talking about right? <laughs> like, uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Hey. But now that makes you think though. What would you be willing to give it all up to start all over? Mm. Here's the here's the here's the the kicker. That it's not really. It is a kicker, but it's not a kicker. But on a spiritual sense. I mean, technically, stuff is going to start over again. But we'll, we still. You about to be history? We get to expand, but we don't, we're not history. We don't get to, where we won't be history. We'll be new. That's a whole nother conversation. So let me get my, let me cover myself accordingly. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's a whole, that's a whole nother, whole nother nother. (laughs) But no. I said what I said, and I agree with you on the whole slavery part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yes. Delete. All delete. the synonyms for delete and destroy yeah. and whatever. Put it in the furnace. Oh, oh my goodness. This was, a good, this was a good episode. It really was. It really, really was. We got to amplify a few women today and little women, and we thank you yeah. for joining in and to all our ladies and our few good men that that are around ladies and support women you know clap it up for you clap it up for yourself because you are making history every day and don't let anyone tell you otherwise that's right what she said as long as you moving the needle in the good direction yes Absolutely. We don't want you making bad history. No. We don't, don't need any bad. more deletes. We just no more deletes. We don't want deletes. So, <laughs> hashtag. No. Yeah, can you put that in the hashtag? No more deletes. No more deletes. <laughs> no more deletes. Because some of y'all be out there, we can have to delete stuff. Like, start the month over again. Start this, over. this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> oh, was- and also, shout out to, and I, I hate I don't even have this on hand right now and I don't necessarily want to say shout out to but this past month uh, excuse me we lost quite a few women in like the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. um, just who have been you know game changers uh, Jeanette Dubois, Catherine yeah. Johnson uh, from Good Times and obviously uh, Catherine Johnson who was man a walking calculator man. for NASA <laughs> you know what I'm saying we couldn't get to the moon without sis so Pay homage and respect. respect. Think about that connection. Say what? Say so think about that connect. Just I'm just connecting dots. Grace, May, and Kathy. Yes, yes. Is that not wild? Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> See how the history builds. How we did that? Well, we didn't do anything no. but just talk about y'all, but we felt like we had our hand in it. <laughs> For real, right? You're like, I feel like I know them. I love it. You love to see it. You yes. love to see it. All right, ladies. So thanks again for tuning in to us every week. We so appreciate you, and we yes. hope that you are enjoying this good women's um International Women's Day on this beautiful yes. Sunday. I hope it's beautiful where you are. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and you continue to shine bright and shine your light in all the things that you do and just keep pushing forward and excel in that thing. You know what that thing is. So just keep pushing forward and assist. And until we meet and connect again, melanate on that. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed our chat today. Keep the conversation going by heading to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leaving us a review. Have a story of your own to share? Email us at info at melanatedconversations.com or connect with us on social media at Melanated Conversations. Till next time, keep raising your voice. Are you someone who's ready to get your voice out into the world? Have you been considering starting your own podcast and not sure of all the things it takes to launch your show? Well, at Levels to Lunch, they've done all the groundwork to help you turn your dreams into streams. With professional knowledge and experience in strategy, recording, editing, and presenting, they have all the resources to help you in your journey in launching your show. From the do-it-yourselfer to that time-strapped podcaster that just needs to get it done, they walk you through every step to get your show launched and ready for the world. So go ahead and take that next step and make your podcasting dreams a reality by visiting levelstolunch.com. Again, that's www.levelstolunch.com. Dot com.